Hey yo, welcome to Build to Be You. My name is Michaela and I am so pumped that you're here. I made this podcast so you can uncover what it means to be you and learn how you can fully step into your potential while trying to navigate your 20s, overcoming previous failures, learning to face your fears, dance with your emotions, and take messy action in order to build and become the best you. You can expect a little bit of mixed stuff love and a whole lot of real talk, but let me just say this journey is so much more fun with a bestie, so buckle up and let's do it together. Welcome. I am so excited that you're here today. Today is a podcast milestone for me and I am so excited to share with you and just to express like my utmost gratitude. We hit 1000 downloads just a few episodes ago and honestly, my mind is a little bit blown. Like 1000 humans, 1000 beating hearts and like just to make an impact on one person means that my job on this planet Earth is done right. But to think that we get to make massive impact together on a whole nother spectrum just like brings me so much passion and so much joy. So whether you've been here since the beginning or this is your first time tuning in or somewhere in between, Thank you. Thank you so, so much. This would not be possible without you being here, sharing this on your social media, sharing your takeaways, looping in your friends, all of the things. So again, I appreciate you so much. And this week, if you're listening to this episode on Monday, the day that it is dropped, then I am doing a giveaway over on my Instagram at Michaela underscore Robertson underscore. Make sure that you come share the love, show the love. So that way I can do the same back to you. But can we just talk about like a full circle moment for a second? I was talking to one of my good friends the other day and I was like, yo, do you remember when I sent you a Snapchat at the end of July and I was like, I'm going to start a podcast in 2020. And like, I had not yet told anybody about the idea. I was literally laying in bed. It was like 11 PM and I just had like this weird, like gut feeling like, Hmm, it would be really cool to start a podcast. I have no idea what I would talk about. If anybody would even listen 12 hours later, I had signed up for a podcast course and the rest of it has just been like a journey, a roller coaster. There's days, there's highs, there's lows, there's weeks that I'm like, what the heck am I even doing? And there's other weeks that I'm like, dang, I feel so incredibly empowered and I am like so proud of myself. At the end of the day, I am always proud of me and I am proud of you for being here. And because you're listening to this, that means you have it on your heart to be better and to do more with your life. And that is something that you should continue to hold on to and listen to and run with because you have the ability to make massive change not only in your life but the people's lives around you so never quit chasing that gut feeling and before we dive into today's episode I just wanted to say one last time from the bottom of my heart thank you so much for supporting me on this journey but I'm also so excited to see where this community grows and the massive impact that we're going to get to make together Okay, let's dive in and get started. This podcast episode is going to be for you if you're somebody like Mick. I'm really struggling with being able to figure out how to find consistent habits, like actually staying committed to the process and finding habits that are going to serve me through not only the season of life that I'm in right now, but the seasons beyond this. Because a lot of times you get so hyper-focused on the here and now that you forget like what you're doing now is not only affecting you three weeks from now, but also you three years from now and 30 years from now and so finding sustainability in those habits and figuring out how to find consistency and stay committed while not overworking yourself or drowning yourself in all of these should have could haves and I'm going to help you approach habits from a different perspective might be something different than what you're used to but I want you to hear me out and let's get started by chatting about a few reframes and the first one is this quote-unquote good habit versus quote-unquote bad habits and I think that there is good and bad habits 
as a whole, but also it depends person to person. And so as you're looking and you're labeling these habits as good versus bad, I want you to ask yourself, is it good for you or is it good for her? And with that, are the habits that you're wanting to pick up, the habits that you're wanting to learn or implement into your everyday, is it a habit that you truly want or is it a habit that you're wanting because you see somebody else doing it? And when you're thinking of new habits that you want to form at the end of the day, it's asking yourself, how is this habit going to serve me? And this habit should serve you in a way that allows you to build the best version of you, right? It should be a habit that makes you feel good. It should be a habit that makes you move one step closer to the person that you want to be. And that ties us into our first of three ways to build better habits. And the first one is focusing less on just the outcome or the goal and focusing more on the process and who you want to become in that process. And you know this is my jam, doing the internal work in order to make the external changes. And until internally you believe in yourself and you become the person that you want to be and you truly believe it with your whole heart, it's really hard to adapt new habits. So again, the internal work is where it starts. And like most things in life, bringing self-awareness is a huge first step in you asking yourself, who do I want to become in the process of building this new habit? And before we dive into this topic, I want you to think about a goal is a change for a short moment of life, right? Versus sustainable habits and focusing on the process is you being in it for the long game, not just to achieve the goal at the end of marathon training or not just to achieve the goal at the end of your six-week weight loss program, but instead, who can you be five years from now, 10 years from now, 15 years from now? And a lot of times you start new habits because of motivation. For example, you're going on spring breaks. You're like, heck yes, I'm going to hit the gym every day for the next three weeks. Or you signed up for a 5k. So like, okay, now I'm actually going to start training for this 5k. Or maybe you're getting ready to get married and you're like, okay, I'm going to get in shape for this wedding. But again, achieving those goals is only a change for a little moment of life, for that single event, for when you cross that 5k finish line, or for when you stand up there on your wedding day. And I get it. You want to feel your best, but the person that you're becoming is what matters the most during that entire process. In the process of building habits is you becoming yourself. And a lot of times you start because of that motivation, but you keep up with the habit when it becomes a part of your identity and who you are. So let's circle back to this wanting to run a 5K. You want to run a 5K. You want to accomplish that short-term goal. But the long-term goal is you saying, I am a runner. Or you're saying, I want to eat healthier. Your long-term goal is, I want to nourish my body and fuel it with food so I can keep up with the energy of my kiddos or my busy nurse life schedule. And so when you're taking action and building habits to adopt that identity, you remind yourself of who you want to become instead of just what you want to accomplish. Or maybe you're like, I want to lose five pounds. Really, the long-term game is I am the healthiest version of me in this season and beyond. And so when you're thinking about the new habit that you want to build, I want you to really take a second and think about who is the person that you want to become? How does she show up to life? What does she bring to the table? And every action you take is a vote for the person that you want to be, the identity that you want to have. And by focusing on only that short-term goal, you're giving yourself an either or option. Either I'm going to accomplish this and I'm going to be happy or I'm not going to accomplish it and I'm going to feel like a failure. 
So instead of focusing just on losing that 15 pounds, you focus on the person that you're going to become in the process of that. You're focusing on becoming the healthiest version of you, which also shapes your identity and breathes belief into yourself that you are worthy and that you are capable. So I want you to think about one habit that you're currently craving right now. And I want you to ask yourself, why do you want that habit? Who do you want to become? And how is that going to shape your identity? And use your future self, the identity that you're trying to adopt as a driving force instead of that short-term goal that is just a change of life for one specific moment. The second habit tool that I want to talk about is you lacking implementation intention. And there's a huge difference between saying, well, I would like to run a marathon versus I am running 26.2 miles at the Chicago Marathon on October 10th, 2021, or whatever date that is in 2021. I don't actually know that, but there is a huge difference of you saying I wish versus this is how it's going to happen. And implementation is you getting specific on the how in the when. You are giving your habit a time and a place to happen. And when you lack implementation intention, your mind just wanders. You're like, well, it would be nice, but am I actually going to do it? Probably not. And if it's a new habit that you're trying to build and it's an uncomfortable habit or something you're not yet used to, then your mind is always by default going to pick the easier option, the more comfortable option. And the more comfortable option is what you already know. So if you're not happy with the current habit that you have, You have to figure out an implementation intention action plan to create a habit that is going to serve you. And this looks like I will insert habit at insert time on insert day. Get super incredibly specific. And then a third part of the how and the when is the why. And this loops back to the identity, the identity that you want to adopt and the person that you want to become. And I give this tough love to my clients all day long because until you make a plan, a goal is nothing. You can be talk all day long. You can say, I want this, I want this, I want this. But until you put your money where your mouth is and you actually make a plan on how that's going to happen, it means nothing. And you might be like, Mick, that is a little harsh. And it might be, but you can't just sit here and talk about all the things that you want because change comes from taking action. And if you're wanting to create a new habit, it comes from putting more reps in and taking more action and learning what does and doesn't work for you. And that comes from having a plan in place, your implementation intention. And the third little habit tool that I want to talk about is joy and ease. And so is this habit that you're wanting to form, is it something that you actually want? Is it something that makes you excited? Or is it something that you're doing because you feel like you quote unquote have to, or you feel like you should be doing? And if it's not a habit that you actually truly want, it's going to be really hard to stay committed and stay consistent to something that makes you roll your eyes and grumble. So remember, every action that you take is a vote for the person that you want to become. So if the habit that you're trying to form isn't going to help you shape the identity of becoming the person that you want to, then find a better habit that is actually going to serve you. And the second part of this, the ease, make it easy. You have joy and you have excitement, which means that you need to be proactive about the habit that you're trying to form instead of reactive, wishing that it could happen for you. For example, if you're somebody that wants to work out in the morning, you have to be proactive in the night before 
hour, set out your workout clothes right next to your alarm. So that way when you shut off your alarm, you see your workout clothes right there as a little trigger and a reminder like, oh yes, I'm going to work out this morning. Or if you're somebody who wants to start reading before you go to bed, set your make your bed in the morning and then set your book on your bed. So that way when you go to lay down at night, you see your book and you're like, okay, this is a trigger, right? Now I'm going to read. And those little small things are going to tee you up for success and help you build habits over time. And the ease comes from eliminating friction around the habit that you're trying to build, meaning you eliminate those loopholes or those barriers or those hurdles that you have to jump over to make it seem more seamless and seem more effortless. And honestly, the human brain is a little bit lazy. And so when you give it two options, like I said, it's always going to choose the more comfortable option. And the more comfortable option is the habit that you already know. So if you are trying to form a new habit, you are going to have to go against the path of resistance. But over time your brain is going to adapt and your brain is actually incredibly cool because forming new habits is eh, a little bit hard but the neuroplasticity of your brain meaning every time your brain learns something new it makes a new connection in the synapses of the brain which is basically just like all the neurons aka the communicators of your brain firing and talking to each other and saying okay this is a new habit we're learning something new like let's do it So while starting a new habit might seem impossible, the more that you practice it, the more reps that you do, and the more that you teach those neurons in your brain to communicate, the habit's going to become quote unquote easier. And so while forming new habits might be uncomfortable at first, just know that it's not impossible. But let's recap really quick and go back to the three tools that you learned today that you can implement to form better habits for yourself. The first one is focusing less on the end goal and focusing more on the process and who you want to become in that process. Meaning that we're not only focusing on what the process produces, but also the process itself. And realize that the habits that you're working on forming aren't just for that short-term goal. They're to serve you through this season of life and beyond. And each habit and each action that you take is a vote for the person who you want to become. So instead of just focusing on accomplishing that goal, focus on who you want to become and the identity that you want to shape in the process of that. The second tool is implementation intention, having a how and a when your habit is going to take place. Instead of just wishing that life was going to happen to you, making life happen because of you, making the habit happen because of you, having a plan in place to make sure that it's a no matter what. In the third tool, joy and ease, meaning that the habit is actually for you because it brings you joy, not something to just check a box or to check off your list or because it's something that you feel like you quote unquote have to do, but something that you truly want to do because it's going to make you become the best version of yourself in the ease, teeing yourself up for success and eliminating those barriers where you can by being proactive. And at the end of the day, again, it always comes back to doing the internal work in order to create the external change, the internal work of focusing focusing on believing in yourself and becoming the best version of you and habits are a compound interest of action over time. So you might not see the day-to-day change, but I promise you that if you find consistency and you stay committed and you use these three tools, think about where you could be three weeks, three months, three years from now. And some seasons, it seems like you're so focused on the here and the now, but you also have to think about how future you is going to benefit as a byproduct of current you, present you where your two feet stand putting in the reps and taking the action in order to form habits that are actually going to serve you 
So that is all I have for you today. I hope that this episode was helpful and that you have a few things that you can take away. Again, don't forget to tag me over on the gram and let me know what your takeaways from this week's episode were. But also do not forget to go enter my podcast giveaway. This is happening right now. Head over to my Instagram at Michaela underscore Robertson underscore and I will be chatting with you so soon. Before you go, I just wanted to let you know that I am so dang grateful that we are now on this journey through uncovering what it means to be you together. If you love this episode, make sure you share it with your friend or better yet, share it on social media and tag me so that way I know. Until next time, chat soon. Chat soon.